B. Smith, author of The Process. Thank you for joining me today for a new message, debut message in The Process. If you've missed the acronyms or messages in this or the prior series, The Foundation, The Perfect Storm, Where Do We Go From Here, Why Not Me, Procrastination and Thief of Time, If I Only Knew Then What I Know Now, and your 86,400, <laughs> man, that was a mouthful. They can all be heard on several streaming outlets like Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, and others. Please search for Mark Smith, The Process, to revisit and or to listen to any of those uh, messages within any of those series. It is um, hard to sometimes fathom that I am entering season eight of The Process. Although it's been one of the most amazing tasks thus far in my life, it also, like life, comes with some challenges they will be explained in future messages. But back in November of 2022, my wife and I took a trip to Houston, Texas to spend some time with our kids and two of our grandchildren, Reagan and Luke, that I often speak about. It was about the time the flight attendant told us to put away our electronic devices when the global mission statement came to my mind for this series. Are you ready? You're going to grab this, grab it and write it down because it's going to carry and, and build each week. Here we go. Although growing forward can seem difficult at times, the lessons learned all point to removing a life lived transactional to a life of living transformational. You know, one of the highlights of this trip was being there taking part in the celebration of our sons and our granddaughter's birthdays. <laughs> yes, Scorpio season. There was a specific joy that came over my heart while watching my granddaughter, Reagan, play with her friends at a birthday party that was held at an at a establishment called Bounce Bounce. Now, it's a huge indoor playground with uh, the most amazing trampolines and other jumping games that was not just for kids, but many adults took part in it as well. There was a specific jumping attraction that was in the center of the building that many of the children seemed to stay on. Now, from my view from the second floor, as I was looking down at the bouncing area, it reminded me of a huge rubber football field as it was that big. But as one would get closer, you could see that it also resembled a racetrack with individual lanes all the way down that kept the kids from crossing over into each other. One of the times when my granddaughter was on the huge trampoline, I drifted off into a zone of my past and thought about how we are always jumping from one area of life to another. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? But the internal smile that I had watching her play reminded me how important gently recalling obstacles while initiating our necessary gifts plays an intricate role in, our, in the transformation in everyone. Better known today in starting season eight as growing. That's our acronym we're going to talk about today. Here we go. Let's start with the G and the R of growing which I said was gently recalling. As you could imagine, the level of excitement in this building from all the children playing was off the charts. I say this in a good way, as to me hearing our youth laughing is music to my ears and warms my heart. While I was sitting and watching about a hundred or so kids play, 
I got a text message from a great friend. It read, be not afraid of growing slowly. <laughs> be afraid of standing still. That message jogged a memory. <laughs> a memory that sometimes fades. <laughs> with something that, has, that, that uh, has been important with me with living transformational. It made me gently recall something my grandfather once said while I was a young boy waiting to get a haircut on a hot North Carolina summer day. He looked up while in the middle of playing chess with his friend and said, Always remember the past with gratitude. Live the present with enthusiasm and look forward to the future with confidence. Wow. See, at that point in time, I had no knowledge at all what he meant by that statement when he first said it uh, to me then. But over time, it has become wisdom to share whenever given the opportunity for me. <laughs> if I only knew then what I know now. While I was enjoying the magic that was in the air sparked by the kids having so much fun, I observed many parents looking as though they would rather be on a rocket ship heading to an, any planet but the one called Earth. But there was a specific conversation that I overheard that emphatically began a walk down memory lane or one that was gently recalling living a life transactional. See, this conversation between a couple that I would say was in their late 20s or perhaps early 30s was interesting. Now, not attempting to eavesdrop, but intensely listening, <laughs> they became very vocal on how much money they were going to spend while at Bounce Bounce today, the indoor facility we were at. They had two kids, twins, Carol and Charles. See, I knew their names because my granddaughter Reagan was playing with on a slide with both of them. It appeared the father, whom I will call Chip today, wanted to set a firm time to leave for the day and a specific amount of money for the kids to play. Now keep in mind, the cost was by no means inexpensive as Tasha and I looked at pricing when we walked in. However, <laughs> the mother, whom I'm going to refer to as Nancy, was not having any part of leaving until the party was concluded and expressed how this was about the kids' enjoyment and the dollar amount would not be placed on their adventure for today. As the dialogue between them became more intense, I took it upon myself to interject and ask if they mind if I introduce myself to them. Now, I know in the world we live in today, this type of interruption into uh, relationships that was escalating into a confrontation could be asking for trouble or even death. See, the old Mark who lived transactional would have just stayed in his lane and would have probably just laughed internally <laughs> at what I overheard. And quite frankly, would have said to, said to myself, it sure sucked to be him. However, in taking this chance of interrupting their dispute, I began gently recalling how many times in life I let the small things, arguing, money, selfishness, take precedence over the things that cannot be replaced, time, respect, family, and memories. So, as I extended my hand and introduced myself to both of them, their eyes looked weary and tired. I asked if they had a minute for me to share some important information and exhausted from arguing with each other, Chip and Nancy both nodded yes in agreement. 
Since I've embraced a life of living uh, transformational, I've said to them, life and time are best teachers. Life, life teaches us to use time and time teaches us the value of life. Let me repeat that. Life and time are best teachers. Life teaches us to use time and time teaches us the value of life. See, one of these days, you will gently recall the most precious times in your life are the ones that you have today, is what I told them. Look around and tell me what you see. Before they could get it out of their mouths, I said, you see children living life to the fullest and teaching us adults that a smile and a laughter is priceless. And having fun is what times like this should always be about. See, quite often, all we need in life is an open mind and to open our heart to, to see things with a new set of eyes. And my last statement appeared to do just that. They both embraced and asked, how did I know they needed an interjection at those moments? <laughs> with a smile, I said that we are all growing to levels we want to be as parents. But more importantly, at some point, we must all gently recall the lessons of life to no longer live one that is transactional. And just like clockwork, <laughs> my precious granddaughter came running up the stairs, gave me a hug and a kiss, and turned back around to continue playing. Let's move to the next letters, which I said was while initiating and growing. Let me ask you a question, something that became a stark reminder to me while enjoying the laughter and smiles from all the kids. Have you noticed that when kids along with adults, there is always someone that is categorized as quote unquote the leader? If you were unclear what I'm asking, let me make sense of this. In most social interactions, there's always seemed to be an individual whom all others gravitate to. I bring this into my message today because no matter who you are, there comes a point in life when everyone experiences life-altering events while initiating changes of growing. In a prior series of the process, I may mention that we all serve somebody or something. At some point in our lives, transactional living, sadly and so sadly, as I look at the children laughing at the top of their lungs, there are also groups of kids walking aimlessly and crying with nobody to enjoy the day with. Don't you see this? Don't we see this almost every day? Whether we're talking about our places of employment, the movie theater, or any place that people could interact. Sometimes you learn a great deal of information while initiating a conversation with someone who appears to be the voice of reason. As I um, began to walk to the main floor uh, where all the children were playing, I saw the same father, Chip, that I had, uh, ha that I had the conversation with earlier, sitting at a table with his head down. Now, I want to dial backwards for a moment and repeat something that I said earlier 
That was in that was my mentally younger days. I had a different mindset, totally different mindset. One that had the mentality that, again, I said it. It sucks to be that guy arguing with his wife. Now just look at him, sitting, looking depressed, <coughs> and all alone. But that was clearly before gently recalling obstacles while initiating our necessary gifts. Growing. Help this man speaking right now to lose the transactional way of thinking and living. So it felt like deja vu. While I was looking at this stranger in pain who I just met about an hour ago. What came to my mind was something that I read on a plane by Morgan Harper Nichols. Nichols said, let me hold the door for you. I may never walked in your shoes, but I can see your souls are worn. Your strength is torn under the weight of a story I have lived before. Let me hold the door for you after all you have walked through. It is the least that I can do. Wow. Let's move to the N and the G in growing, which I said is necessary gifts. For a um, quick moment, Chip gazed in my direction and I could still sense some frustration peering from his eyes. Again, with the understanding, living life from, from a service perspective, along with the opportunities to share what I know to be true, I grabbed two cups of coffee from the snack bar and headed towards his direction. As I set the cups of coffee down on the table, I asked him, did, did the conversation that I had with him and Nancy upstairs set in yet? But more importantly, did he feel it would be applicable to his life now? Of course, he said quickly, but also he was quick to also point out that, that his life now is he is unsure of who he really is. <coughs> mm -mm -mm. Oh, this sounded like deja vu for me. It was at that moment I closed my eyes and asked my heavenly father for the right words to calm Chip's spirit. Something that would help me outline or convey embracing his own necessary gifts to begin I had to ask him a simple question and I asked what would you say your own personal enemies of success are at this time well <laughs> well I thought it was a simple question Chip had that deer in the headlight look on his face I followed up by asking him that question in another way I said have you looked into your mirror and answered the question who are you? In other words, do you understand the things that encompass your own necessary gifts? Maybe that resonated because he stated that he had never really thought about it. <laughs> Transactional mindset that I know all too well. It's about that time I heard a little voice say, Poppy, can I have another dollar to play games? Without hesitation, I reached in my pocket and gave Reagan a $5 bill. With her eyes wide and full of excitement, she kissed me on the cheek and said, I love you, then took off back toward the arcade downstairs. Displaying a look of amazement on his face, Chip said he wants to experience that kind of warm embrace and gratitude from his grandchildren one day. See, there was no hesitation with me letting him know that the man conversating with him at that moment was not the same person 10 years ago. 
The first thing I needed to learn some time ago is that what are the necessary gifts that have been bestowed on me? Who are you? Who is the person in that mirror? Intensely hanging on to my words, I felt inclined to remind him that life is a combination of happiness, transformation, and pain, (laughs) transactional. Pain is inevitable, but suffering or not growing is definitely optional. Having a broad perspective of life gives you the strength to move forward through tough times like today. Just like my relationship with my granddaughter, I know that you are very much needed by your family today, tomorrow, and for many years to come. See, when having these types of conversations, just like on stage, there are times when I feel like I am sincerely reaching the individual at their core. It almost feels like a conductor on stage leading an orchestra with a beautiful selection that is everyone on one accord. Then comes the moment when you can almost bet what question is coming next. And sure enough, (laughs) he asked, how long did it take you to realize the gifts? I replied with a smile. It resonated when I gave value to three enemies of success. (laughs) With that same old bewildered look on his face, I began to explain. First, don't ever refuse to change and don't be afraid to get out of your comfort zone. See, right now, we are having a conversation, but I have no doubt that there are other men and women in here now that could share many years of wisdom if you just inquire. Secondly, there's a theory of learned helplessness. We've been spoon-fed with many things in life when times become challenging. How do you know how strong you are until you go through tough times that are uncomfortable? Again, I'm willing to surmise that there are hundreds of examples in this very building right now. Finally, the enemy of success is when you take the path of least resistance. A human tendency is that we are not, it's not uncommon for us to want success, but not willing to put the work in. Taking shortcuts, staying in a transactional mindset, or how can I get the most for less? Like a cue that was sent from above, as I concluded, his twins, Carol and Charles, ran up to him and gave him a huge hug. Then they thanked him for being the greatest father ever. (laughs) Transformational. Let me close with this new series today with another impactful short story that will drive this home. There was a a, a old man who took his nephew to see the highest height on a hill. While he wanted to go to the top, he accepted that he wasn't strong enough to get there. And so, he told his nephew that together, they'll just admire the majestic view. But the nephew didn't want to simply just look at the view in front of them. He argued that they have what it takes to get to the top of the hills. And so they did. He helped his uncle during the climb. And sometimes he tied up the old man on his back. The nephew had an effortless time climbing to the top because he was physically fit. Plus, he knew his way around the hill. He told his uncle he used to play there frequently when he was a little boy. He told his uncle also that there is always a way to make this feat and anything to come true. 
The young man added that while admiring things from afar is good, nothing beats the actual experience of doing. Nobody ever told us that growing was going to be easy. But they did give us the cues to, of gently recalling obstacles while initiating our necessary gifts as times become challenging in our lives. That's growing. As our day concluded with part of part one of these birthday parties, it really felt refreshing not only to meet some wonderful people in Houston, but to share with Chip things I'm confident he already knew that was housed within him. There's an old saying that I live by, which is six times, six separate ways. Therefore, his ears finally opened and his heart finally embraced what a new meaning of growing was all about. A few days later, as Tasha and I were on a plane headed back to Baltimore, she asked me what was the most amazing part of this trip for me. From listening to this message today, you probably think it would be my interaction with Chip, correct? Although um, that time to get him to reset, redirect, and refocus was very important, I told her that having Reagan take her daddy's business card and write 5000 on the back was most amazing for me. That probably may not make sense to you listening right now but it was the words she said after that she said this is my credit card for you poppy go buy yourself a birthday present from me i love you very much growing <laughs> growing 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 it is paramount while leaving a life of transactional to embracing one is to be lived transformational <laughs> Man, oh man, what a way to start season eight of the process. Let me remind you of my global mission statement for this season that I will pour into you over the next few months. Here we go. If you didn't have a pen, you better grab it again because here we go. Although going forward can seem difficult at times, the lessons learned all point to removing a life lived transactional to a life of living transformational. The hardest part of, of these two ways of living is just giving yourself permission to change. You know, I've always said change is hard at first, messy in the middle, but rewarding at its end. So let me ask, who is it that you know that really needs to pause, redirect and refocus to get to a place of peace in life? Perhaps it's you listening right now. But regardless, this year, 2023, is about acting on the changes that are needed for transformation. I ask that you share this message with someone who needs to hear it. Or if it's you, rewind it and listen to it repeatedly. Let me be specific. Growing requires commitment, sacrifice, and consistency. So, as you practice to be perfect in each of those three elements, always remember your why is greater than your situation, which is part of your process. To my wife, Tasha, to my mom, I love each of you very, very much. And thank you again for your support. To my mother-in-law, Sarah Wilson, rest in peace. To our children and grandchildren, Poppy and Oma, I love you and we will see you soon. 
<laughs> transactional to transformational chess versus checkers all require subtle shifts in the thoughts we think the actions we take and the visions we see <laughs> chip is now a living testament that agrees with me when i say that change begins and ends within to ensure we embark on actions that remain concurrent with legacy changing actions for 2023 and beyond god bless you and i will speak with you soon